0: Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. Here you will find a non-judgmental community offering support to mothers raising children with extra challenges. This community was created for you, to empower moms who love their children deeply, but are also feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, or just plain stressed out. We are the place for moms who are sometimes feeling at the end of their rope and are looking for hope and light. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hello friends, this is Emily. I hope you're having an awesome week. It's been pretty exciting over here. My baby girl is just learning how to walk. She went from taking her first steps to toddling across the room within about a week and her three older brothers are having so much fun um, watching her and helping her and sometimes helping her too much. So it's a bit intense sometimes, but it's been a lot of fun. Anyways, um today we're going to talk about the power of because. Now, in last week's episode, I encouraged forgiveness as a way to help out yourself, right? So um, forgiveness as a way to help you gain more power and more freedom in your life. I gave four specific ways that it applies specifically to moms, okay? Now, maybe you're not ready to forgive in some of those instances like it's going to be hard for you to just kind of drop it and if that's the case this week's episode might contain some stepping stones to help you get there now um maybe if you've already let it go and you aren't struggling with the forgiveness piece this can also help you a lot especially if you're wanting a different perspective and how you approach some undesirable behaviors or some situations that might be causing you um, some feelings that you're not quite enjoying. Um, Especially, we're going to delve again into the four um, cases, the people in the four cases from last week. So let's revisit each one and see how because could help out. Okay, so for each case, I'm going to give an example of something like some sort of situation that might be unpleasant, or initially unpleasant, I'll give what might be a subconscious interpretation, or at least with my brain, what what my brain might initially jump to if I'm not being on top of my thoughts a little bit, and then we're going to consciously change the interpretation using very little time, right, and not even that much brain power, using the word because and a little bit of consciousness. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Okay, so example number one was your children. I recommended, you know, you forgive your children. Now we're just going to see this unpleasant situation with children. Here's an example. My child is screaming in my face. (laughs) Raise your hand if that's happened to you. I don't think it's happened yet today, but maybe I should knock on wood. (laughs) So anyways, my child is screaming in my face. My brain might subconsciously interpret this as he's being disrespectful, and that's totally unacceptable. Okay, here is how because might help me out. My child is screaming in my face because, hmm, because he's overstimulated. See, it made me stop and consider it a bit from his perspective, and now I'm being a bit more understanding. Or maybe, hmm. My daughter's screaming in my face because she needs my help to understand the big emotions she's feeling. Huh. Total perspective shift. I think those thoughts are gonna help me show up a bit better. But let's do another one here. Example. My child just kicked his brother. <sighs> Subconscious interpretation. I didn't do a good enough teaching him good enough job teaching him. And I'm failing as a mom. Okay. Let's consciously insert because and choose a thought that serves us better. My child just kicked his brother because his brother was sitting too close to him. And I remember that kid likes personal space. And because I guess he hasn't yet learned appropriate ways to ask his brother to move away from him wow, now notice with that really small shift, things don't seem so hopeless. I'm not putting value on my son or anyone else. I'm not stirring up all this drama that's not going to end up helping me. I'm able to show up with more calm, with more empathy and compassion, which is the way personally that I like to show up. And I have a good starting place for which skills to teach my child. But a little plug here. <laughs> I'm going to teach them a little bit later when they're calm. I'm not going to start to teach those conversational skills to my child in the middle of him kicking. First, I'm going to address that behavior, right? But with this new perspective, I feel like I'm going to address it much more calmly and much more purposefully than just kind of reacting, getting mad at him, being mad, and all of that stuff that hasn't helped me so far in my 11 plus years of parenting, <laughs> right? Okay. Case number two. Um, this deals with people who appear to be judging your parenting negatively. Okay. Now first, really quick, like we spoke about last week, just acknowledge that they might actually, like it it could be that they're not harboring negativity towards you. Um, it might just be that your brain is looking for evidence of people that are judging you. And so You know, I think it could help you out personally. It has nothing to do with them, just with you. To kind of give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, here's an example. That person in the grocery store is giving us sideways glances. Subconscious interpretation. I have thought this so many times. Okay oh my goodness, they think we're out of control, we're making a huge scene, it's like a walking circus, I can't bring my kids anywhere, I can't even go to the store, blah, blah, blah. If you've ever been there, you know exactly the spiral that I'm talking about that my brain has done so many times. And it just takes it a few seconds and it's already there. (laughs) Okay, now if I can stop it, my brain starts and I kind of stop and say, wait, hold on, let's do it because. And then I'm going to choose a thought that serves me better. That person in the grocery store Is giving us sideways glances. Hmm. Because, oh, because my children are louder than the average person in the store right now. And it's a natural human response to look at loud noises. Whoa, I just dropped so much drama for myself. Okay, do you see how this might serve you? Okay, here's another example. Someone commented on my child throwing something at church subconscious interpretation they think we shouldn't have come to church at all because my children are such a, such a disruption they don't like the fact that we're here they wish we weren't here at all ah, okay you probably maybe it doesn't go that fast and that hard but you know usually it's they think I'm not doing a good enough job parenting or they don't like that we're here. You know, that's a common subconscious interpretation that my brain might offer me. Now, just because my brain offers me a thought doesn't mean I need to take it. I'm going to take charge here because that's not serving me. Consciously changing the interpretation with because. Someone commented on my child throwing something at church because, hmm, maybe, maybe they think I didn't know it. And maybe from their perspective, they thought it would be helpful for me to learn that. Maybe they're just trying to help me out. Maybe they don't understand things from my perspective. Hey, this is great. Okay, cool. I'm feeling much calmer now and much more welcome at a place that I like to be personally. Okay, one more because this is such a big one. <laughs> um, this is such a a common thing, I think, that we're a bit sensitive about whenever we have kiddos with you know, some emotional needs. Okay, here's one more example. An extended family member, mm, did I get you there? So an extended family member, maybe your, don't you know, maybe your brother or sister, maybe an in-law, maybe an aunt or uncle, someone who's kind of close to you, right? Maybe they make a comment about your parenting. Maybe they make a comment that makes you that they think you don't have it under control. Hmm, maybe they say, hey, have you tried this parenting book? Or hey, maybe you should should try this approach in parenting. Then your subconscious interpretation suddenly turns to, they think, I don't know how to control my children. My kids are just out of control. My family member will never get what it's like to have kids like mine. Maybe I should just avoid them to avoid all of this uncomfortable feeling that I have around them, okay? Let's consciously change that interpretation with because. An extended family member makes a comment about how I should try a certain parenting book because they tried that parenting book with their kids and it worked for them. Now, you know, granted, it might not work for your kids because your kids are different and you're different, right? And the whole dynamic of your family might be different. But it's okay, right? Just, like, They just commented about how you should try something that worked for them because it worked for them, <laughs> right? We don't need to worry about all of the values and judgments they might have in their head, which we'd never know anyways because we can't get inside of their head. So maybe we could just drop it there. Oh, because it worked for them. And humans like to encourage other people to do things that worked for them. Wow, can you see how a little less We might have a little bit less mental drama when we consciously add because, and then choose the explanation that better serves us. Okay. Now, I already mentioned this. I'm just going to bring it up one more time. In many of these situations, chances are you'll never actually know the other person's actual thoughts. And you know what? That's okay. It's all right. Eleanor Roosevelt said, what other people think of me is none of my business. Now, if you can just not worry about what they think at all, awesome. You might not even go need to go through all of this because stuff. Like, oh, someone at church told me that, I threw, that my kid threw something. Okay. You know, just drop all of the other mental trauma. Um, that is awesome. But if your brain sometimes gets overactive like mine does, and you'll just need to replace those thoughts because it needs to have a thought to hold on to, you need a stepping stone maybe to get there. I really do think these thoughts might help you out. Okay, case number three, your spouse. And as I said last week, this could be anyone who co-parents with you. This is anyone who is helping you raise your child. It could be um, your father. It could be your mother-in-law. It could be uh, a nanny, a daycare provider, a babysitter, right? Um, We tend to sometimes wish that They acted like us, and they're not. But anyways, we're not going to go into that as much today as just diving into examples when um, consciously choosing a thought to explain a situation with them will probably serve you. Okay, example. My husband said, you took a nap today? I wish I could have taken a nap. Subconscious interpretation my brain might jump to this thought without me even thinking about it. Oh, he thinks I didn't do anything all day. He thinks I don't work hard as a stay-at-home mom or a work-at-home mom or whatever allowed you to be home and take a nap. He goes to work, and he works hard all day, and it's not fair for me to take a break. Okay, let's consciously insert because with a better serving thought. My husband said, you took a nap today? I wish I could have taken a nap. Because my husband didn't sleep well last night, and he's tired. And you know what? I wish he could have taken a nap also. Wouldn't that have been great? Poor husband. Okay. Do you notice how the feeling just shifted from guilt and shame over to compassion and love? Thoughts are incredibly powerful. Please remember that. Okay, side note (laughs) about this particular situation chances are your husband and children benefited from you taking that nap because you're going to show up better when you get enough rest. I'll give a plug for self-care whenever I can. (laughs) Okay. Now, personal story about this with, um, kind of getting to understand someone a little bit more and giving them the benefit of the doubt and having conscious thoughts that serve you more. So in our early marriage, um, Boy, I think of our, I I could probably do so many podcast episodes on our early marriage because really knowing what I know now makes so much of the conflict that we had then make sense when at the time it just felt like I was a hamster spinning in a wheel sometimes not being able to figure it out. Anyways, (laughs) this is one example. So in our early marriage, I would interrupt my husband in conversation a lot and I wasn't even aware of it, until he took the time to point it out, calmly and clearly, and then I became conscious of it, and then I noticed that I did it without even thinking about it. Okay, now before we figured this out, his feelings were hurt a lot over this, because he thought it meant I didn't care about his feelings, or I wasn't interested in what he had to say. When he learned that it was because I just didn't realize that I was interrupting him and I was just saying my own thoughts as they popped into my head without meaning to, you know, stop what he was saying, he was able to take it much less personally. And it helped our relationship so much. Okay, another side note. (laughs) This... Interrupting someone without even realizing it is a super common symptom of ADHD, and I didn't realize at the time that I had ADHD, but it's, like, incredibly common, and now that I'm aware of it, I mean, before I even realized the whole ADHD aha moment that I had, um, when he pointed it out, and he did so calmly, thankfully, I think, I can't remember, anyways, (laughs) before he pointed it out, um, Uh, Once he pointed it out and I became aware of it and now I'm still aware of it, I am much better at not interrupting people, like especially him, like I used to. And at those times when I do, I'm able to stop and apologize. Okay. So thank you, honey, for pointing it out and working through that one with me. Uh, My husband really is amazing. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, moving on. Case number four. Yourself. Okay, so you can use the same formula with yourself to help you out with the thoughts that you have when you, you do something you kind of wish you hadn't done. Okay, easy example that I think most of us are guilty of at one point or another. Um, <laughs> some of us more points than others. <laughs> okay, example. I yelled at my kids. Subconscious interpretation. Oh my goodness, I did it again. Oh, I just can't seem to control myself. I don't want to yell and I just keep yelling. Uh, there's just no hope. Okay, I, I guess I'm just going to be the yelling mom, even though I never wanted to be and I don't like it. I, apparently, I just don't have it in me to stop yelling. Ooh, okay, let's try again. Let's consciously insert because. Plus, a more useful thought. Oh, I yelled at my kids. Because. Why did I? Wow. Well, because I had an unmet need I wasn't aware of. Wait, let me think just another moment. Let me investigate. Um. Okay, so my kids were being really loud. Oh, I didn't realize I was getting overstimulated. And... I wasn't paying attention to that. And so I let my downstairs brain hijack my upstairs brain. My amygdala took over and it came out as a yell. Oh, so next time my kids are being loud, I'm going to try to be more conscious of remaining in control of my upper brain. Okay. Or maybe I yelled at my kids because they just weren't listening to me. And I thought it was the only way I could get them to listen to me huh, I wonder if I could find other ways to get them to listen. Do you see how this helps? Now I just switched from a fixed mindset where this is just the way it is and it's just the way it's going to be, right, to a a growth mindset. I can continue to learn and grow. My emotions were able to go from, oh, this is hopeless and I'm just, you know, feeling more of that shame, more of that guilt maybe, over to, hey, there's hope and I can work on this and that's okay. 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 Also, a reminder that we can recognize that we did something we wished we hadn't without harboring eternal guilt over it. We actually do not need to have mom guilt all the time. Did you know that? It doesn't have to be a normal part of being a mom. Okay. (laughs) And chances are it will help us show up better if we do let go of that guilt. Okay. So, reminder. You can consciously choose your thoughts that serve you because is an amazing tool that's super simple that it might help you when you're dealing with kind of those unpleasant situations from your children, from other people that might seem to be judging you, from your husband, and importantly, whenever you're dealing with yourself. Okay. Let's try to have more compassion and empathy as we go throughout our week. I would love to know, as always, if this helps you. Send me a message. By the way, did you know I have an email list? Every Monday I send out a little bite-sized motivational email to help you with your week. Head on over to enlighteningmotherhood.com. I'll put the link in show notes. You can just click on it. Enter your email to join. Have a beautiful week.